scratch and smooth. Here comes Dick, he's wearing a skirt. Here comes Jean, you know she's sporting a chain. Same hair, revolution, same build, evolution. Tomorrow's gonna fuss. They love each other so androgynous. Welcome to SNS Online, today offering you a taster of a brand new challenging play written by SNS returnee Ian Dixon Potter. Boy Stroke Girl asks the question Can you fall in love with someone without knowing their gender? Well, Peter is about to find out when he falls for the sexually ambiguous blue. To find out more about this forthcoming production, we went along to chat to the actors mid rehearsal in London's Kennington to find out more. Yeah, blue is a very uh, androgynous character. You can't tell. Uh, Blue's gender or where Blue is from and Blue's really interested in having people um, know the individual and see past labels and stereotypes. Uh, Blue's also an artist and is very very interested in Peter and it's the first time that um, Blue has a, a relationship with someone without that person knowing what gender or anything else about Blue so that's really cool. I remember the first time that I saw the sides for the um, for the auditions. I was like, oh my God, it'd be so perfect for this. Like, please, please, like, I'd be perfect for this. And then they saw me and the audition went really well, luckily, and yeah. So, uh, Peter is the rebellious type. I mean, he pretty much is a very independent kind of lad, um, goes about his own way, um, doesn't really get on with his parents. He grew up in the north till he was about 10, and he's always found it a bit difficult and, uh, to come down to London, but he loves London. He loves London purely because there is just so much diversity here, um, and that's both culturally and with people's views as well in, in everything. Um, he's, he's an interest, interesting character to play because I really find it difficult myself to find how we can justify using labels. Mm. And with Peter as well, he uses labels all the time. He's in a gang with his best friend, Ron. And um, it's really tackling that issue, can you fall in love with someone who you don't know the gender to? Mm. I think that's the most interesting thing. Um, and the hardest thing, most challenging thing to play. But Peter finds it quite easy to yeah. fall in love. And it is that thing that love conquers all. If you find that person within beautiful and you love that person within it doesn't matter what kind of external label they have um, it's a great kind of play to really draw up some questions uh, for the audience to think when have they labeled someone and judged someone and never really got to know someone So Katrina, tell us about the part you play in Boy Stroke Girl. Um, so I play three characters. I play Sarah, Susie and Kath. And they... Not greedy at all then. No, not at all. And I just love taking all the parts. Um, 
they are kind of instrumental to Peter's life and Lou's life in different ways. Sarah is Peter's ex um, and kind of shows that relationship that he so far has only shown interest in women. So this is unusual for him to be going someone that he doesn't know whether it's male or female and that's interesting and how does he handle that um Susie's then best friends with Blue um she's a good old southern girl um and she's herself is she's lesbian um and she kind of challenges Blue but in a friendly way so she comes at Blue from someone on her side that challenges her rather than everybody being on the other side Mm. um and then the final person is uh, Peter's mother Kath, um, who's a northerner, um, and who, so you're doing the full range, darling. Fantastic. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> you like to show range, yeah. Um, <laughs> and she is someone who likes things in its place and everything place to have its thing. Yeah, yeah. Other way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but compared to her husband, is a bit more willing to see because she just wants her her son to be happy. So yeah. Okay, Duncan, tell us uh, about your involvement and your character. Okay, so I play two characters. First of all, I play Ron, who is Peter's best friend, who also grew up with in the North, but has a he has a problem from the start with Blue and Blue's ideas about uh, gender and labelling and feels that things should be far simpler in his mind and that labels uh, aren't a bad thing, they're just what we use to communicate. And... I also play Trevor, who is Peter's dad, who again has his own issues with this idea of Blue and Blue's ideas, but the, his problems come from being of an older generation and the younger generation changing and not being sure of how to communicate without causing offence, and that causes him to cause offence. So, Courtney, you directed this. You also directed Good King Richard, which Ian Dixon Potter also wrote, which I thought was fantastic. We gave that a huge mega plug on, on the show. Um, tell us about your involvement with this. Was it partially because of the quality of the work before? Yeah, I mean, uh, Ian and I uh, got talking before Good King Richard, and I was brought on to that project. And through our discussions through Good King Richard, um, the idea for this play actually came out of um, a dinner conversation where Ian said, um, what about... Uh, falling in love with someone who you didn't know their gender. And uh, I think maybe a week later, he sent me a script that he just mm. written, and uh, I absolutely loved it. I loved the characters, I loved the interactions, and I love the, the questions that it asks. I think it's just such a high-quality mm. uh, ensemble piece to discover this gen- uh, gender issue. And obviously in the media, there are more, a few more roles coming out. I think we're having a, you know, the old character in EastEnders and Coronation Street. And, and there was a, a short sitcom, I think, that, that dealt with this issue. But I've never seen it um, put together as, as a play. Tell us a little bit more about the play itself. 
and, and the, your day-to-day involvement getting it all put together? Sure. Um, so we started uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we usually rehearse Monday to Friday, about 10 to 5, uh, varying days, and we go through each scene and we do uh, textual analysis through it. Uh, because it's four actors and they work very closely with each other, we did a lot of ensemble work and character creation. I think one of the biggest issues, as mentioned by Lysi before, is um, finding the way a genderless character or someone who wants to present themselves as androgynous Mm. would walk through the world um, without having too much of a masculine or a feminine flavor to them. Mm. So finding out what that looked like was a really interesting project on its own kind of uh, elements and it causes all sorts of questions in the rehearsal room about is that too male is that too feminine <laughs> is this that or is it there and then you just realize how categorical your mind works yes, sometimes absolutely you're just doing two weeks rehearsal that's that's quite a short intense period I mean you you get it all covered in that time yep usually the way I've um, found with working particularly on uh, the London Fringe because of how expensive things can be um, having uh, two weeks of hard rehearsal in a rehearsal room um, but previous to that we got together about three or four times to do textual analysis Mm. and that's a little bit simpler in the fact that you uh, can go to a cafe or someone's home uh, sit around a table and then it's just literally analyzing every single line of each play and we were lucky enough to have Ian there so anything that didn't quite sit right I mean it's new writing so it's always going to be Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we were able to go through it with him and see, you know, what's working, what's not working, changing things, shifting things. Uh, And then once we got it on its feet, we knew the play inside and out. So it was. And what a a charming rehearsal room as well, just absolutely delightful. Well, we couldn't let our wonderful actors and director go without them all giving their own unique take on why this play is a must-see. Well, one of the biggest things is, uh, number one, it's a beautiful uh, love story and encounter between two human beings uh, without uh, any of the stereotypical um, handlings of it, of the whole meeting and getting to know each other. But also, mainly for me, it's a beautiful way of having people rethink the way that they relate to each other and um, how they tend to use labels to categorize everything and how putting that aside helps us feel more connected as human beings. I've always said that a great play is something where the audience comes out and asks questions. And I think this play really does. It makes you ask questions. Um, it makes you ask questions like, can you actually go about and not label anything? Mm. Because we label absolutely everything in this world, mm. absolutely everything, from the eye colour to anything. A name, a, a, anything can have so much weight to it. So can we throw away labels mm. and just interact like human beings? This play challenges everyone's way of thinking and is truly at the base of it. A story of humanity for humanity's sake without labels or prejudgments and Mm. that really does leave the audience questioning it's left all of us questioning Um, and I think whether or not you make a decision after it at least you've come out of it wondering have I made a decision about somebody purely Mm. from a label I've put on them and maybe it will help you think differently or maybe it won't but that's Mm. the joy of theatre you should see this play because I'm in it Um, (laughs) 
course, worth a prize of admission and loan. And also because it really is a love story for the 21st century and looking at things that we've taken for granted for so long and dissecting them and looking them at them in a different way and really looking at life in this very modern way of thinking uh, in terms of gender, which is really is a hot-button issue at the moment and how the impacts labels can have on our society. You should see this play because uh, you get the chance to watch four fantastic actors act the shit out of this play um, that really questions uh, gender and how we see gender now and uh, where the world is going and where it came from. Um, and it just allows you that moment to watch something that's touching and funny and uh, illuminating and by the end of it you feel like you've gone through a mini journey with these characters and that's why you should watch it. So when is the play actually on? And apparently it's in two different venues in two different cities. It is actually. Uh, so uh, we start off our run uh, in Brighton as part of the Brighton Fringe Festival. Uh, we start uh, on the 13th of May and run to the 17th of May in uh, the other place, uh, Warren Studio 2. Uh, and then in June, uh, we start on May 30th and we go till June 4th and that's at the Tristan Bates Theatre, which is really exciting. It's literally smack dab in the middle, just down the street from Leicester Square, tube station. Fantastic. And I look forward to seeing the play. Thank you very much. Thanks go to our wonderful actors Lacey Lassell, Bruno Spenner, Katrina Allen and Duncan Mason. And not forgetting director Courtney Larkin and writer Ian Dixon Potter. Acknowledgements also go to the Golden Age Theatre and the Tommy Fields Rehearsal Space in Kennington. You've got the details. Now go see Boy Stroke Girl. I'm Nick Randall. Goodbye. <laughs>